Good morning, everyone. It's seven minutes, eight minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. It's Saturday. It's October 14th, 2023. Tom and Shane, happy to be with you here this morning. We have a lot we're going to talk about today. Of course, uh, the events in Israel are going on. Uh, the house is out of control. The Capitol Police are protecting the squad. Michael Lindell of My Pillows having some problems. And, well, the abortion issue and uh, college campuses are gone nuts, Shane. So <laughs> it's, it's a mess out there. <laughs> and it's across the country. Yeah. It's a, it's one of these mini-me mini moments where so something so incredible um, would cause everybody to think that they should maybe stand up and pay attention. Yeah. I mean, uh, an attack that was worse than... It, I mean, worse than the Holocaust. That's 70 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, for you, sure. The, your markets are hedging now because uh, this plight of the lack of sale of your treasury now on Tuesdays and now Thursdays twice a week. Uh, you, like you said, the, you have tensions at universities between people who want to advance the cause of of uh, Hamas and, and the Palestinians. And Hezbollah and and uh, people that want to side with Israel, which have been traditionally Democratic supporters. Yeah, that's and for sure. No Democrat really of any consequences has gotten up and said something. Your president has, but it took him mm -hmm. days to, you mm -hmm. know, the attack happened on Saturday, put out some mm -hmm. kind of release how terrible it was, but didn't really speak in, to the nation until Tuesday. And now you have a war about to begin. And... Uh, it, it, this is uh, a, a just an occasion that people mm -hmm. don't want to understand. The one thing I want to mention before we get going, because it's important, Iran seems uh, very much behind it. it that all seems to be agreed. So you got the $6 billion deal that Biden has. But the other problem that you have is all the Iranian installations on, you know, on Krug Island that are on the Persian Gulf are exposed. And... Uh, Iran, Iran's deal ends this coming week that he signed with Obama, or they signed with Obama. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think they already have nuclear weapons. I think they're already put on the tips of of uh, rockets. And uh, the only other person in the region, other than India, of course, or Pakistan, is Israel. Mm -hmm. And Israel has somewhere between 40 and 100 nuclear weapons. So... Yeah, it, is, um, uh, yeah, yeah, lot, lots here. <laughs> There's lots going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's National Dessert Day. It's a World Hospice and Palliative Care Day, Shane. It's also National Chess Day, and uh, it's World Standards Day. Uh, we've upped our standards now. Up yours, and yeah. uh, it's also, which is a fitting day for us, Shane. It's National Fossil Day. There we go. <laughs> We're not a couple of fossils. I don't know what, I don't know what is. Uh, if you travel Huffine uh, on Tuesday, they're going to do the final striping, so there may be some slowdowns and lane problems there. So those of you who travel Huffine uh, regularly, uh, you may want to uh, use your alternate route uh, during uh, that time. And that's on Tuesday. They'll be uh, striping the uh, whole uh, of Huffine Lane. And uh, the Cavs take on Paul, uh, Cal Poly tonight at 6 p.m. And uh, the Cats are favored by 37 and a half points. 
Huge, baby. So the predicted score, Montana State 47, Cal Poly 10. Uh, so we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. And uh, the other thing I have to remind you, of course, is uh, Bozeman Magazine is doing their Bozeman's Choice. And you can vote for Tom and Shane in uh, seven different categories over there. Uh, just go to bozemanmagazine.com. And uh, click on uh, Bozeman Choice, and uh, we're under Media and Info, so uh, you can vote for restaurants and uh, all sorts of uh, businesses, but uh, we hope that you'll vote for Tom and Shane over there. And also, today is our 900th recorded show, 900 shows since we've been recording. We've done more than 900, but this is our 900 recorded show, so there we go. There you are, baby. Let's take some phone calls. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call your own with the award-winning Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, you guys got my vote, that's for sure. All right. It's a great one. All right. Good morning. Good, sir. <laughs> Speaking of the great one, uh-huh. um, just wanted to mention something, Tom, from the, uh, the other week. Mark Levin does write his own books. He doesn't have any kind of a ghostwriter. All he right. Well, you know, good for him. Um well, yeah. So few he, people you know, do anymore, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I don't. I don't write books. I, I have a problem writing. You know, writing letters. Um, <laughs> fellas, can I ask a question here? Do Absolutely. You think for two, for two seconds that what the media is saying about all of this, such as Iran had no, no is not behind this. Do you believe that? No. Well, it's okay. actually the opposite. There's, there, there's, there's clear proof that even, I mean, I, I saw on, both on BBC and Fox this last week um, uh, that uh, they, they had video of, of leaders of, of uh, Hamas and Hezbollah for the last 15, 20 years interviewing and claiming, you know, if it wasn't for Iran, they wouldn't be here. They completely supported them, they funded them. Uh, you know, Iran's funded them with billions of dollars for you know, 20. So, yeah, no, it, it, even the leaders of Hamas have openly admitted that it, it's uh, Iran that supported them. Well, don't forget, the, the international community has done the same thing. I mean, they've put money into the, uh, you know, into the Palestinian um, government, which is basically Coffers, Hamas. Yep. That's right. I mean, yeah, and 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 a little while ago, if I'm not mistaken, they said they're going to withhold, except for three certain countries. But then they turned around, I think, and reversed it. In other words, they're going to send money. And mm-hmm. and I'm saying to myself, come on, people, what are you doing? It, it doesn't make any. And then there's all this talk about, you know, the the sound bites you hear. It's an open, uh, you know, concentration camp, or, or it's an mm-hmm. open prison, you know, mm-hmm. an open air prison. They're saying, yeah. "Give me a break." These these folks have had all this money going to them, but mm-hmm. they've done nothing simply because the government that's there has has taken the money to mm-hmm. fund their weapons or fund their ability to to come after uh, Israel and, of course, us. In the uh, and by the way, fellas, how many people that have entered this country do you think? are part of a, you know, a terrorist organization that's going to do something in this country. There's a lot of people worried about that. Yeah, more than two. Oh, uh, they should be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, more than two came in, I'm pretty sure, so. More than two. More, okay, <laughs> more than two. More right. than two. Well, 
<laughs> well, they know uh, they know of over 150 yeah least, um, so. ter- terrorists that have come in that they they identified. That's just the ones that caught. Of, yeah, yeah, the ones that caught. Right. Number one, number number two, they didn't. They let them go. Yeah, yeah. Just have a good time. You know, try Disneyland. I, I, yeah, I think I think uh, the president of the United States should stay out of all this. Mm-hmm. You know, your comments don't make any sense. If you're telling Israel just to wait a minute until the Palestinians, uh, you know, in the Gaza Strip get a chance to get out mm-hmm. of there and not be caught in a crossfire, you're out mm-hmm. of what's left of your mind. Yeah. Nobody wants those folks. Yeah. I mean, Egypt didn't Egypt close off their gate or they did. You know, shut down? Yeah, they did. Right. Yeah, and none yes, of the other Arab states are wanting these people. They're not making any offers or sending mm-hmm. in a, any aircraft to, to you know to take these people out. They're not doing anything about it. Yeah, the the, the, the Arabs are at the bottom of the food chain uh, as far as Middle East uh, is concerned, and and Israel gave uh, a Gaza to the Palestinians in 2005, and in 2007 right. they elected a Hamas government, and 56 percent of them. Uh, according to the last uh, numbers I looked at, uh, favor Hamas and 67% in Jerusalem favor so Hamas. Yeah. So, right. So Israel should consider them the enemy no matter what. Well, yeah, sure. But 58% of the people in Gaza Strip are in abject poverty. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, less than the poverty line. Mm-hmm. The, the, the only ones well, that have any money or nice homes in those apartment buildings you're watching being destroyed is uh, Hamas and, mm-hmm. and their, their families that are, you know, part of the army in the wing. And you're making a great point too, Tom, about how these college campuses are in an uproar. Yeah. Who are these people? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, they come over here mm-hmm. with a student visa, then they don't leave. All of a sudden they become part of some student group and, and, and they can't wait to, you know, to wave some sort of a flag or, or put, Put you know, put some sort of a sign in the air. Tom, one last question on on the economy, since we are open for business. Sure. Did you ever notice how the Democrats cannot stand big business and big business profits? Now, oh. all of a sudden, the other day, I think it was the day before yesterday or yesterday, the banks, like um, it, it Chase, you know, and, and those, Posted a profit of you know in the 30s mm-hmm. and, and you know in the 30 percentile range. Yeah, and why is that? Isn't that because interest rates have gone up? Mm-hmm. So they're making they're making more money on any money that, that that's going out on loan. Correct? Yeah, they're not. Uh, well, they're not able to borrow money at zero percent anymore. Um, right. As they so, were. So yeah. So they're making more money. Right. Now, why is that? Is that because inflation, because of the, you know, and interest rates are going up by the Fed and inflation is rising again? Yes. Well, well yeah, interest rates on home loans, uh, because everything in your house uh, right. is inflationary, a carpet, paint, yeah. uh, plumbing, yep. you know, whatever. Yep. Uh, yep. So, yeah, anytime uh, home rates go up, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, later on t- this morning about uh, the cost of living here in Bozeman. But uh, right, my but, point is, Tom. My, my point is, is who caused the inflation? The Democrats' spending policy. Yet they're mm-hmm. the ones that are screaming bloody murder that they don't like people making profits, like the big banks. They're yeah. the, you know, they're the evil people. Hey, dopey, mm-hmm. get the inflation rate to come down by stop spending. Yeah, Make, there you, you go. Know, <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh, anyway. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> we love you starting. Yeah, you, all right. You're a great starter. Uh, I, I'm sorry, fellas. I, I, I just woke up on the wrong side of the couch. There you all are. Right. All right, man. Oh, by the way, yeah. by the way, get your glasses on. There'll be a, a partial uh, eclipse this, this morning. All right. I want to mention that. Okay, yeah. Uh, all right. Talk to you later, fellas. All right, Thanks man. for the call. Take care. All right. 406-522-TALK is the number, 406-522-8255. Call your on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hey, good morning and happy Saturday, everyone. And Hi, uh, congratulations on mm-hmm. your uh, recorded uh, program. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you're going to win that Bozeman contest. It sounds good to me. Everybody uh, I talk to really <laughs> enjoys hearing your shows. Uh, I have several points to make uh, today. Um, We're in a speaker race, and, of course, it looks like it's going to be Jimmy Jordan of Ohio. And this Austin Scott, uh, who is a Republican from uh, uh, Georgia, and uh, that name uh, took me by surprise because I was not familiar with it. And I did a little bit of research. He is considered a maverick, and uh, he's uh, pretty upset over what's happening in the House. He calls them out. They're acting like a bunch of idiots. And uh, so... But I, uh, I like Jimmy. I think he's a great man. He's a workaholic, and he's proved himself. I, I just, uh, he's honest, and uh, there's nothing fake about Jimmy Jordan. But Austin, if he gets in, I think I'd be happy with him. And I just want to say I'm very disappointed in our Senate. Uh, our Senate uh, has had five weeks off of work, and, of course, um, uh, Chuck Schumer's behind this. But after... Israel was uh, attacked last weekend. Chuck Schumer gave the Senate um, uh, Columbus Day off, and I feel that our Senate should have been in session because we are on the brink of a war. They should not have had that day off, and to me that was a real embarrassment and an insult to um, the Israelite people. And what I want to say, too, is that we all know that it was Obama's failed um, Iranian policies and this, uh, people are letting him off the hook, but this John Kerry, uh, he was a senator and he's been married twice to uh, wealthy women who have kept him. And Tom, I'm sure you remember John Kerry from the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. He was a soldier for a while. He had a nice little office job. He never saw combat. And uh, he slammed um, the military back then. He said the only reason that American guys are in the Army is because they're too stupid to do anything else. I mean, he just showed disdain and disrespect for all Vietnam veterans. And uh, he's always been an egocentric um, troublemaker. I can't stand the guy, but he's getting off. Nobody's mentioning him that he's behind this Iranian deal, and he's been he's been taking several trips behind the curtain, meeting with Iran uh, leaders. And I, I, I still think that the SOB should be arrested and, and charged on, uh, <clears throat> for the Logan Act. And all I have to say are these people in this country uh, that are protesting uh, for Hamas, they need to be deported immediately. And all funding, federal funding to the colleges that support them, should, should end. But it's not going to happen under this administration. We've got a weak administration. We've got a president that doesn't even know where the hell he's at. And um, all I can say is the squad, they're getting extra protection. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that because I kind of want to see the worst happen to them. That's all. I, I got to be honest about it. I can't stand anybody in the squad. And, but I'm kind of wondering if China didn't help 
um, support the Iranian attack on Israel. And I know that ISIS is recruiting a lot of North Africans to help fight against uh, the Israelites because I'm seeing a lot of blacks. And the Palestinian people, of course, are a Mediterranean olive-skinned people. And uh, Boko Haram is probably one of the worst terrorist groups in the world. But my thoughts, my prayers, I stand with Israel. I always have and I always will. And uh, that's it for today, my friends. <laughs> All right, Nancy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, yeah, the only thing about Jordan, um, I, I think Jordan would be better served going after the Bidens than uh, saddled with running the House. Uh, that would be my only only objection to him uh, being there because he's one of the, he and Comey, uh, Comer, Comey, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. are going after uh, Bidens, the Bidens. So hopefully... I don't know where that's going to go, but <laughs> it's going to stuck. So. Well, he he doesn't want he doesn't want the job, so yeah, that that's what has been decided by him. And, yeah, I don't I don't. And think... with Scalise leaving the Capitol yesterday, yeah, he's gone. He's he went home. He said, I, I I'm out. I'm not running for it now. Yeah. So it, there's there's nobody that anyone is aware of that, that has an interest in the job. Mm-hmm. With the exception of people saying, oh, well, let's give it back to McCarthy, which would not really be a good idea, but I don't yeah, know. Who, yeah. who knows what they'll end up yeah, doing? Yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to do? So, Well, clearly uh, they don't know. Yeah. From our text line, 406-478-8298, oh, please, inflation was caused by $7 trillion in spending by the Trump regime. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even near $7 trillion. And when Trump left office, the inflation rate was one6 so please, uh, that dog won't hunt. Uh, look the other way, uh, Jim. Can't pass the uh, bar. Uh, c- cannot be a worse choice for speaker. What's wrong with these House Republicans? This is the best choice. Wow. So there they are. So <laughs> well, we we've heard and even said and talked about you know how this mm-hmm. Republican Party has such a deep bench, and then you know the third person in line. The presidency, you know, after the vice president, mm-hmm. it, they, they don't seem to find anybody that's uh, eligible, uh, interested, or capable of doing the job. It's a bit scary, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, most terrorists, including 9-11, come through airports. Uh, they they aren't walking over, over the southern border. Uh, Gaza, Gaza right now looks like an atomic bomb went off. Uh, will soon look like a parking lot. Yeah, probably will. So, well, I think that's their mm-hmm. full intention. I, mm-hmm. you know, I I, I believe that mm-hmm. what they haven't taken down with uh, the uh, air air raids that mm-hmm. they've had for seven days now, um, mm-hmm. which is a staggering number. I mean, the Israeli Air Force is one of the largest in the Middle East. They have over, they have almost seven hundred um, military jets, mm-hmm. uh, all all modern and. Uh, they have the most experienced air force uh, in the world. I yep. mean, it's uh, it's a remarkable reality to hear the numbers that they're talking about. That you know they they have a standing army of around one hundred and fifty thousand, and over five hundred thousand in reserve. But everybody has served two years in the military, so everyone is supposed to have a gun and and be aware of uh, you know what what uh, how to handle themselves in. This mm-hmm. kind of security situation. Yeah. 
Let's take another call. 406-522-TALK is the number. Call your own with Tom and Shane. Yeah, this is Clint. Good morning, you guys. Morning. Hey, Clint. Good morning, good sir. How are you up there in Canada, Shane? Warm, safe, and happy. Is it nice up there? Is it raining? Is it snowing? What the hell's no, going on? No, no snow, no rain. It was uh, 72 degrees yesterday, and uh, it's just been a beautiful fall. The, the leaves haven't even started tre- turning on the cottonwoods. They're still waving in the breeze. Well, this morning I got a question for you two guys. Uh, do you know who Lord Balfour was? Well, he was <laughs> he was an English guy, I believe. He's an Englishman, <laughs> and uh, he was promising Israel. I want you to look it up, Tom. He was promising Israel a state in World War One. Now, the question I'm going to ask is this. When the U.N. decided that Israel needed a country, before they decided that, why didn't the United Nations, the Jewish people, and the Palestinian people go into Palestine, mm-hmm. divide it up, and make a two-state deal? All right. Hold that thought. Uh, we're at the bottom of the hour. I'm going to hold you over, uh, Clint. You could talk to uh, Shane while we're off the air. And okay. uh, we'll get back with you after the news at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned. All right. Hey, Cop Polly in the stadium tonight at 6 p.m. That'll be on our sister station, 100.7 on your FM dial. So check that out. And also, don't forget to vote for Tom and Shane, bozemanmagazine.com. Go over and vote for Bozeman Choice. Tom and Shane are under uh, info and media, media and info, I think. So uh, be sure and do that. Also, we'll be back with Clint right after the news. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's October 14, 2023. Welcome to our 900th recorded show. Uh, Lord Balford, uh, the Balford Declaration, which resulted in a significant upheaval in the lives of Palestinians, was issued on November 2, 1917. The declaration turned the Zionist aim of establishing a Jewish state in Palestine into a reality when British, uh, when uh, Britain publicly pledged to establish a national home for the Jewish people. So that's what we're talking about, Clint. That's absolutely right, what you just said. The thing was, the thing was, if it would have happened then, okay, in 1917, if it would have happened and they'd have created the two states I don't believe we'd have we'd had the war. I think it was in '48. Then we had another one in '67. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we'd have had that. Uh, I'm just guessing, but I don't think so. If the UN would have really uh, uh, took a hold of it after Balfour and and done that and had two state solution and got the heads of Israel and the heads of the Palestinians together and went in there and then try to decide. Uh, which is going to be a state and divided up evenly. You know, for years and years, mm-hmm. uh, um, as you know, uh, Palestine, the Palestinians, was it was ruled by the Muslims for years and years and years, thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And so I, what I'm, I want somebody out there smarter than me to tell me if I'm right or wrong about uh, having a two-state solution. Arafat come awful close, and he was yeah. so stubborn he wouldn't take what the Jewish people offered. 
and that wasn't good. And the Jewish people now uh, have been uh, encroaching upon the Palestinian uh, settlements and stuff and kicking them out. This I know for a fact, kicking them out, and uh, and it's causing a uh, horrendous amount of tension. And that's one of the reasons why we're in this damn mess. Well, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, uh, Israel gave uh, Gaza to the Palestinians, hoping they there would be a two-state situation. But uh, in 2007, they elected a Hamas government, so therein was the problem. It's not necessarily yep. the Palestinian people, but they were taken over uh, by this, uh, you know, this rogue uh, street gang uh, to yeah. run the, to run their part of the of Israel. So that's where we find ourselves. So. Well, let's see what the other people around this state uh, that's listening to this radio station uh, call in and, and give their opinions and see what our, uh, our, our resolution is going to be to, to kind of quiet this down in the, in the Middle East and what they think about what's happening in our world today. And I'll hang up and I'll listen. All right. I appreciate your program, Tom and Jane. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. Yeah, coming up at the 10 o'clock hour, I'm going to be talking with uh, Rabbi uh, Chaim Brook uh, here in Bozeman. Actually, it'll be a recording of uh, the rabbi, and most uh, Jewish people uh, don't do technology on Saturdays. So uh, that's why he is in. <laughs> that's why we recorded him yesterday. So uh, he'll uh, we'll play that recording during the 10 o'clock hour. So uh, stay tuned for that. So. Get a get a perspective uh, on the Jewish community here in Bozeman. So, well, Shane, um, you know, unless Hamas and these Hezbollah and all and the Muslim Brotherhood and all these people somehow disappear, uh, nothing's going to change uh, in the Middle East. It, it just isn't. And you've got the Iran thing. Uh, we've got that agreement that's going to expire. There's no other agreement in place. So. You know, they're free to go get their nuclear weapon if they, you know, as you said, you probably have one already or pretty close to it um, because nobody's gone in there and and uh, checked on them. Plus, uh, you got uh, the agreement's got to be unanimous. And with China and uh, Russia on the agreement, <laughs> you're never going to get a unanimous thing. So it's a stupid agreement to begin with. So I don't know. That's right. It's it, it's a very misguided, misguided situation. These terrorist groups, which is quite interesting, are Sunni. You know, Hezbollah and um, Hamas in in Palestine and and in of course in Lebanon. And of course, we all know that uh, Iran is uh, Shia, and uh, they have a completely different view of of the Muslim religion. Actually. In, in most countries, they're, they're despised. The Shia are despised. They're not welcomed at all. Yeah. But for the purpose of needing money, you know, this goes to back to uh, 20, 30, 40 years ago when that little dictator of Palestine with his glasses and, and head, head wrap and gun on his side, you know, he, he, he basically, you know, forces upon the Israeli nation and the world. So you, you come to a place where Israel is tried in every imaginable way uh, to, to get along with these people. Uh, when, when you look at East, when you look at the East Palestine in their country, you know, with the Temple Mount, it's, mm -hmm. 
this is one of the most um, egregious acts that a people can suffer. Um, is and then it's like ISIS. They, everyone's going, "Oh, how do you know about these horror stories?" And well, they put them up on the web. I mean, they, you know, it just uh, it's. It's it's pretty horrific, Thomas. It, yeah. I don't know about anyone else, but I, I don't know what to say other than I, I hope they can find and put an end to this and the, and rescue the people that have been taken because that's a, you know mm-hmm. yeah that's a typical issue with these people. Yeah. You know, they they don't want they all not they all want a, a ceasefire. Mm-hmm. You know they don't want any collateral damage, but you know they they hide in the mosque, they fire rockets from hospitals. Mm-hmm. They use women and children as as shields, and then they take the hostages. So yeah, it's it's turned into a real uh, big play on the part of uh, Hamas, and uh, they this is worse than something you know. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, I wrote an article uh, for a medium that I write for, um, suggesting that we it might be time to amend the. Geneva Convention, that because you've got one side that has no rules of engagement at all, uh, you know, civilians are targets, uh, uh, you know, hospitals, schools, doesn't matter. Uh, same with Putin and uh, uh, Ukraine. But I'm wondering if uh, uh, somewhere along the line, if uh, there couldn't be an agreement to just uh, suspend the Geneva Convention uh, and you know, go all out uh, for a limited time, you know, set a time period or something. But uh, you can't, you can't fight. We, we did the same thing in Vietnam. You know, I mean, uh, unless we were fired upon, I mean, people could walk up to us with shotguns, rifles, uh, hand grenades, whatever, you know, and we had to stand there. Well, a lot of us didn't stand there, but you know, we were supposed to stand there. And unless they uh, aimed and, uh, you know, uh, put around in the in the chamber, uh, we were we were not supposed to do anything. So well, that, and that that was a huge change with the Trump administration mm-hmm. for four years. Your military, yeah, that rule that rule was gone. And mm-hmm. he said, no, you 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 do not have to be wait to be engaged. Yeah. If 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 you think someone's a bad actor or going to you shoot them. Yeah. That, you know that's just. Well, that's and he's the first president yeah. since Truman to to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, it yeah. it made a difference. ISIS was gone within four months. Yeah, well, I mean, you still have fifteen thousand. You know, you still have fifteen thousand troops mm-hmm. in northern Syria. Yeah, protecting the oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right, tearing up the uh, uh, the ironic agreement. <laughs> Without a replacement, which allows them to start making nukes, uh, the next day is a bad idea. Maybe releasing 5,000 Taliban fighters back to Afghanistan caused a problem with the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh, Now it just played Joe Biden and Hunter. And the Democrats may have the squad, but the Republicans have uh, our own idiots like Matt Gaetz and (laughs) Bobart, Jim Jordan, and uh, Matt Rosendale. Yesterday, the stable genius had a fight with his microphone and claimed the mask would not have attacked uh, uh, Hamas, I guess, would not have attacked Israel if he was president. Somebody put him at home. Derangement is out of hand. Well, I I would tend to think that uh, they probably wouldn't have made this attack. I don't think Putin would have gone into Ukraine if Trump was president. 
Not on, not, not no, in a heartbeat, no. not in a second. And, yeah, Z, and, would, Z yeah. wouldn't be talking about Taiwan the way he is, and well, North Korea wouldn't. North Korea wouldn't be firing Chinese missiles to test them. Yeah, yeah, he, he he was pretty straightforward. Well, this whole thing could escalate into because China is watching this very closely, Shane. Uh, in regards to Taiwan, what are we going to do? They're going to see what what America is going to do because I think China and Russia both are encouraging Iran and anyone else to get into this. Let's see what Americans will do. Let's see if they've got a spine. Let's see if they'll back up uh, the talk. You know, uh, will they walk the walk or just talk the talk? Mm. So I think they're all that I think they're going to look at this very closely and and try to um uh you know, uh, send it to another level to test uh, America's resolve. Well, I I think one of the reasons that they've hesitated is there's just a very black cloud over the global uh, economic situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, now people, all the bobbleheads you've listened to for two years, you know, saying, oh, no recession. Now it's a recession. It's going to happen. It's going to start in January. (laughs) You know, it's not going to be a hard landing. It'll be a soft landing. And it's... uh, because they don't know what the Fed's going to do at the end of December because they have another meeting. And I've, <coughs> excuse me, I've already told you, um, they, they'll have to raise uh, interest rates at least a quarter of a point, perhaps as much as a half. Yeah. And the reason for that is that, well, core insulation that they basically talk about is around 5.6, which is bad. You know, when you look at the overall inflation rate with interest and and uh, inflation on food and 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 uh, and just uh, gasoline, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're looking at 18 percent. Now, if something happens with Iran, and they're taken offline, you, you're you're going to see that oil at the two hundred dollars a barrel. Yeah, you know, I mean, it'll yeah. go it, it'll go to a hundred and a quarter to hundred and thirty, literally overnight. It'll go up thirty or forty dollars overnight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, Krug, Krug, Krug Island in the Persian Gulf is. Is huge, and and of course the Americans built it under the Shah, you know, mm-hmm. sixty years ago. So I I don't know why they keep you know this effort up, but uh, it, no no I no one's willing to attack it. Well, Israel is; they don't need it. You know, Israel after their discovery of gas in the Mediterranean offshore, you know, they they've completely uh, turned their economy to uh, uh, natural gas. Economy and and they have terrific uh, uh, technology to desalinate water to mm-hmm. make fresh water, particularly for farming. Excuse me for farming. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of solutions that have been developed in the Middle East, but countries like Iran are boy. They're, they're, I I don't even know of anything that the U.S. has that would be that exposed. I guess. The, I guess if you think about the oil plants in, in in the Houston to the sea, you know that sea space along the um, uh, Caribbean Ocean to Louisiana. You know all the all the. That's about the only thing the U.S. has that's similar. Um, but in, in China, you know, it's the five. It's the five uh, river dam. I mean, every country has a, a you know a strike point that 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 uh, mm-hmm. you know they they got to worry about. 
Yeah. How true. How true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pick something from our text line here that's not ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Sorry, Clint, uh, but there will never be a two-state solution. The hate, the hatred of uh, Jewish people by the whole of Islam will never be overcome. The, uh, the regular Islamic believer um, may despise peace, but the Islamic leaders are the same as the race hustlers in the U.S. It's all about money. Uh, without their hate, their money supply would be cut off, uh, in my humble opinion. That's from Not Your Sister Tam, Shane. So. <laughs> well, yeah. You, you hear the politicians involved in all of this, from the U.N., the Middle East, the United States, and so Two-state solution. Well, there's been a two-state solution since May 19, 1948, and it's called Palestine and Israel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, this, this is what has existed. The problem that exists with the existing two-state position is the Palestinians refuse to recognize the right of Israel to exist. Syria refuses to do it. Mm-hmm. The only countries that have agreed to that um, of any uh, substance is, of course, Egypt, Jordan, and uh, Mor- Morocco. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I, I mean, even, even Turkey, mm-hmm. uh, well, they acknowledge the UN uh, representatives of Israel, you know, that, that they're very hesitant to get in bed with Israel, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Uh, when Trump is going to bomb that air base in Syria, call Putin ahead of time. Uh, get your folks out and planes out of there. And if you think Putin would not have evaded Iran, that's a choice. Well, uh, how many Russians were killed in that Syrian attack? 200. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's yeah, if that's telling them to get out, uh, apparently nobody listened. <laughs> and and they, weren't, they were not re- Russian regulars. They were all contractors. Mm-hmm. So yeah. these, these these were special forces, basically. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a big loss when you have that, that many mm-hmm. taken out. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it, it's quite fascinating that no one reacted to any of the things that Trump did, mm-hmm. like whether it was a lethal attack or a soft attack. You know, when he told mm-hmm. Europe, "Look, if you're not going to pay your if you're not going to pay your part for NATO, we're, we're there's no then there's no need. We don't need NATO." You need it. We yeah. don't. So if you want it, fund it. It's that simple. And, uh, you know, he never heard anything about, about that with Canada because Canada is such an important mm-hmm. trading partner and, and so forth. And, and Canada has always paid its portion of, uh, you know, the agreement that, they, that the U.S. Mm-hmm. and Canada have regarding uh, North America. Yeah. Well, uh, calling Putin a, a genius, uh, called Hezbollah very smart, you guys are deranged. Well, <laughs> you're going to tell me that uh, Putin and his corruption, uh, that he's not an intelligent guy? <laughs> I never called him a genius, but yeah, the, 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 the fact is, is that in these countries that are so large, mm-hmm. I, I mean, when you look back 100 years ago uh, to World War One. And what was going on in, in Tsarist Russia, and you know, um, a, a book writer basically took over the country. Yeah. Right? a guy named Lenin. That, yeah. you know, he really. I mean, it's it's uh, they mm-hmm. they talk big stuff about how they took over and and uh, yeah, yeah. but it 
the, the uh, it was a failed state. It was collapsing. It's it's a failed state like Mexico, you yeah. know, yeah. like Brazil's becoming, um, the Philippines, Indonesia. I mean, there's so many um, democracies or even countries mm-hmm. still led by dictatorships. But Venezuela is a failed state, and and you look yeah. at this across the breadth of of this incredible marble we live on, mm-hmm. and it it just uh, breaks my heart that. How can't people be peaceful and and want to live in peace and enjoy where we live? I mean, it's a pretty mm. remarkable place. Yeah. Uh, what mic are you are you using? I'm using the mic that I have uh, with my phone and uh, with my computer. Because your your sound's not not great. Oh, well, maybe I need to turn it up, and that'll help. Well, or or use your use your head mic, or use the mic I gave you. Right. I, well, I, I unfortunately don't have that with me today. Oh, okay. So, all right. Um, just curious. So. <laughs> all right. Um, well, some other things we've got to talk about here. We're getting up to the uh, toward the top of the hour. Um, we want to talk. Uh, um, some more about uh well we got to talk about the six billion dollar deal um also um we want to talk about uh canada shane uh no longer access to news content on facebook or instagram uh we got to talk about that a little bit as to your censorship up there and michael and dell his my pillow is unraveling so we're going to talk about that when we come back as well Coming up at the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking with Haim Brook, uh, who's the rabbi here locally in Bozeman. And uh, we'll be talking to him uh, during the 10 o'clock hour as to um, their feelings, the Jewish community here in Bozeman, and uh, what's going on uh, with all of that. So we'll be chatting about that as well. Uh, don't forget Huffine. Uh, they're going to do the final striping on Tuesday. So there's going to be some lane closures and things like that. That's October 17th. So... If you travel uh, Huffine uh, on your way to work, you might want to uh, give yourself a little extra time on Tuesday or uh, take uh, an alternate route, whatever you did when uh, the construction was going on, uh, to resurface that road. So there you go. And MSU, Cal Poly, 6 p.m. The cats are, uh, what did they say, 37 (laughs) favorites? Something like that, 37 and a half points. Uh, that'll be on our sister station, XL Country 100.7. Also, locally, it'll be on TV, I'm sure. So, check your local listings for time and channel. All right. What else we need to talk about, Shane, here in the last couple minutes? We got, we got, we got two minutes. Well, I think that uh, one of the things that's really fascinating is the uh, continuing Continuous issuing of, of initial public offerings, IPOs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been uh, 82 of them in the last year to date. Um, uh, over 85% of them are now trading below their IPO price. Uh, you you had one this week that uh, came out, and everybody thought, you know, it, it's a famous clog from Germany. Mm-hmm. And... and uh, they priced it at forty-five dollars, valuing the company at eight billion. You know, it's a hundred and eighty-year-old company out of Germany, mm-hmm. and Birkenstock. 
And uh, the stock opened at 45 and closed at 41 on its first trading day. Yeah, pretty so, good. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, we've sort of kept the spotlight on the market and uh, your debt and kept everyone informed. Yeah. Well, this uh, this speaker thing too. We got to talk a little bit about that too. That uh, what do you uh, is there somebody besides Jordan or Shalise or uh, Brown that you that you'd like to see in there, Shane? No one step forward. Well, I mean, uh, anybody yeah, you I, you personally would like to see uh, AOC, maybe? Uh. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, I, Rosendale, you know, the, the, the existing gentleman that's the, the the sort of interim speaker, but has no legislative power. Yeah, um, they've started talking about you know passing or, or attempting to pass some type of bipartisan agreement that he could continue until they pick a speaker, but uh, now the Democrats is, aren't going to go for that. Well, of course not. They yeah. like to see the confusion. And, well, yeah. And the, the, the lack of ability of the, the Republicans to govern. I mean, mm -hmm. and quite honestly, how do you, how do you make an argument? Yeah. I, I mean, they, they, they're, they're only in charge of one third of the government and they can't even run it. I know they yeah. can't work. They can't even work together on it. So, yeah. Well, that, that, yeah, that's that's the sad part in that, uh, mm -hmm. you know, well, the fact that it took 15 ballots to get uh, McCarthy elected tells you all you need to know about the, you know, how disarray, in disarray the Republican Party is in the House. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, so. You know, and, and you have Lindsey Graham that blew the 20 election yeah. with his comment mm -hmm. a month before about legislation on abortion. Yeah. And then you have Getz who gets eight. <laughs> Republicans to vote with 200 Democrats. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, people, people don't realize, I don't think to a large degree, <laughs> that 200 Democrats voted with Gates and his, his seven compatriots to get rid of McCarthy. Yeah. And that's astounding. I mean, he, he needed the, he needed the Democrats <laughs> to get rid of Gates, which was the reason that he got rid of or McCarthy I mean, that's what he was accusing McCarthy of, of being bipartisan. Yeah. Bye. Amen to that. All right. We'll be right back with more Tom and Shane after the news at the top of the hour. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more to talk about. Welcome back, everyone. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's October 14, 2023. Tommy your Saturday morning mayor in the house. Shane Tobin, half man, half amazing. Uh, where are you? I'm right here. You're not in Kamloops. Yes, I'm in Kamloops. At my my daughter's. Oh, you're at uh, you're at another uh, another location in Kamloops. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Good, because uh, you know the witness protection people <laughs> want to know where you are at all times. So at all times, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's essential. Well, John Tester and Joe Manchin uh, are both facing tough reelections this year, and they want uh, the Biden administration to freeze the $6 billion that are in uh, South Korea, I guess, or Switzerland, or who knows where the hell that money is, Shane. It's been shuffled around to 72 different yeah, places. It, it, isn't it funny? It starts out, it's in South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, this week, after the attack, it turns up in Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> and it's frozen, but of course, if I was a Qatarian government official, 
Yeah. And it had <laughs> six billion American dollars in account designated for Iran. I'd I'd lend them six billion dollars. I was gonna say I got collateral. Uh, which yeah, I, I got the problem. <laughs> I, now now what really should happen to really cause a stir is the US should seize it, the money, yeah, yeah. and give it to the Israelis. It's well, all, it's you know it's, it's all Iran's it's money all, though. It's Iran's it's, money. I realize that, but after what has happened to Israel this this last week, and, yeah. and you know, it should all go. They should, I, that's what I would do. I mean, uh, you know, that's what I, that's what I would do. I'd seize it, and I tell I'll tell I tell the Qatarians, you know, I'd deposit in the the biggest and smallest banks in Israel, and and uh, hopefully the government will give it to the people to. Help them uh, from yeah. what they've gone through. That's yeah. what I do, just to make a point. Well, of course, it's supposed to be restricted to uh, humanitarian needs uh, in Iran, of course. So, yeah, food and medication. Yeah, and, yeah. I've, yeah. I I I did a deep dive. I came across a couple of places it's going to. One is the Tehran Children's Hospital and Stinger Missile Repair, and the other one's going to the Iran Retirement Home for Bomb Makers. So uh, there you go. That yeah. that sounds appropriate. Yeah, that's. Uh, I thought that was that was pretty good to have the. Yeah, that's a couple places it's going to. <laughs> Eagle man, you're sarcastic. I know it. The I best. The best. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I as far as I know, uh, the prisoners are still there. Uh, no prisoners have been traded yet. So. But does this does this six billion dollar deal? Uh, do you think that emboldened Hamas that uh, hey we can attack Israel and uh, get some prisoners and uh, get some money out of this too? Uh, not only that, but if you believe the reporting that's coming out of the, this uh, Middle East <laughs> journalistic club crowd. They've been involved directly in planning this since August with uh, mm-hmm. you know these. Uh, People from Palestine traveling to uh, uh, see Putin in Moscow and and mm-hmm. see the leaders of the military in in um, Iran and mm-hmm. the, they apparently that's where they trained the gliders because mm-hmm. clearly you know if if Israelis saw Hezbollah flying gliders around Gaza City they'd think well what what's that all about so it had to be they had to train them mm-hmm. to do it somewhere else than than Gaza City or or Palace or the Gaza Strip, mm-hmm. right? Because that it's it's the most observed piece of real estate in the world. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's all just too much to try and believe that people are this horrific and sadly that they there's people that believe in someone's willingness to be peaceful. It's it's it's. It's regrettable for both parties. Yeah, so it's sad. So, mm-hmm. well, that's and it, 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 you know, without guns and bombs and howitzers and jeeps and and tanks, you know, your Congress is doing the same thing. I mean, they really are. It's it's the same thing. They they can't they can't agree on a quorum together themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they can't complete, agree on something that's bipartisan with the Democrats. Unless it's to hurt themselves, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's um, excuse the expression, all back ass word, buddy. Yeah. yeah. 
from our text line, 406-478-8298. If you look at a map of the Middle East in 1917, you won't find Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Jordan, or Palestine. Since the 16th century, the area was part of the Ottoman Empire. However, the Jewish people have inhabited the area, now known as Israel, since recorded history. Uh, every nation in the world has had their boundaries established through war and conquest, including the United States. Uh, there will never be peace in the Middle East until all the biblical prophecies are fulfilled and Jesus Christ returns. So, Well, two comments. The first comment was it was uh, armistice on uh, mm-hmm. you know, November 11th, the 11th month, the 11th day on the 11th hour. Uh, the treaty itself didn't come into play until 2000 or 1922, you know, in Paris when they had mm-hmm. the final treaty. And they're right. Uh, what basically took place was a Frenchman and a Britishman. Uh, they, they decided to split the the Ottoman Empire up into the countries we now see today, which includes principally Turkey, of course. But uh, and there's a number of groups uh, because of that. Uh, division of of land that basically weren't allowed any any rights and uh, Turkey has mm-hmm. been fight having an internal civil war with a group for a very long time. Uh, you know the the situation with uh, the Near East, Yugoslavia and Siberia and Croatia and so forth. Um, but even Saudi Arabia was wasn't a recognized country because it was tribal. But they, they turned, you know, they created one, mm-hmm. and uh, as it, as the the person said, all you know, uh, all, the, all the rest of the Middle Eastern states, from Syria to mm-hmm. to uh, Israel and and Iraq and uh, Iran, and uh, so mm-hmm. in in a in a flick of a eye, hist- historically, it's only been a hundred years, and it hasn't worked out too well. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, if the U.S. takes in $5 trillion a year and spends $7 trillion, uh, does that mean $2 trillion uh, goes to the national debt? Uh, yeah, that would be yeah. that would be pretty much accurate, yeah. That's how well, it works. <laughs> not really, you know. It, <laughs> well, it, I know. If it, you spend it, more it, than you it, take it, in, but, yeah, there's, there's it, a big it, difference it, there. It, the, the countries that are spending more than, you know, than you're selling to them, they benefit, and that's mm-hmm. what the trade deficit is, is, other countries are selling to the U.S. more than the U.S. is selling to them, and so they're the ones who benefit with, with the with the difference, mm-hmm. not the, not the national debt. The right. national debt is based upon actual debt created by your country, your government. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not saying. not trading, not yeah. by because of trading. <laughs> That's it. Let's take a phone call. Four zero six five two two talk is the number. Call here on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? You know, I think the only good thing about this whole situation is the history lesson that people are getting. But um, because history is repeating itself, and we must learn from it. Fairly mm-hmm. simple. But um, I saw this one site on Reddit. It's just called Map Porn. So there's just maps from all over the place, and you can click on them and screenshot them and then zoom in on them. And they kind of, you know, update with what's going on in the news. So there's all these maps of Gaza and how it's changed and all of the Mediterranean area mm-hmm. all the way over, you know, into Turkey and all the areas where Muslims and Christians have intermingled since 
before the first Crusades, right? And yep. it's cool to see how it changes because you you can look at a map of like where the Jews Jewish people were spread out all over northern Africa, southern Europe, all the way over into Eurasia. They were everywhere before you know it became what it is now. But like the history lesson is just so awesome because there's just so much of it right there, and I mean. The proof is in the pudding. You just got to look at what has happened, and you can see that nothing is ever going to change over there. But except like what that last texture said about Jesus Christ coming back, then it might change. If you look at all of this since it's happened, you can see videos and demonstrations all over the world of groups of people, whether it just be in the cities or on college campuses, and there are groups that are pro-Palestinian, and there are groups that are pro-Israel, and there have been clashes in some places, even outside of Seattle, there were some clashes between protesters, blah, blah, blah. But you'll see massive groups of Jewish people here in America and elsewhere saying that Israel does not speak for all Jewish people, that they're against this war, they're against the conflict, they're against Israel retaliating, right? And it's good to see, because it shows that you can be religious without being fanatical and just being a blind follower, right? But what you don't see and what you will never see and what I have never seen in my 45 years on this planet and what we have not seen once since we bombed Afghanistan 20 years ago, what you will not see is a massive group of Palestinians standing up saying, stop killing the Jews. It's never going to happen. You can see videos of these kids. My girlfriend has an 11-year-old daughter who is amazing and so crazy aware of what's going on. Nothing gets by this child. And then you see the videos of these Palestinian kids, and there's just dozens of them repeating how they're taught to hate the Jews, kill the Jews, annihilate the Jews. This is our land. They don't belong here. Blah, 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 blah. It is ingrained in their heads. And that is why me personally, when I watch all this news, and I see these videos online trying to show, here's a poor Palestinian father grieving over his kids who were just killed in a bombing by the Israeli. I don't feel one ounce of pity for a single Palestinian. Those people have been rejected by everyone of their same faith. Nobody will take them in. We need to steal up our borders. The thing that scares the crap out of me that nobody will mention not a single general on Fox News or CNN or anywhere. I, I listen to all these podcasts where guys have these retired generals on. Not one time in this last week have I heard a single person mention the nuclear weapons that disappeared into society when the Soviet Union collapsed. These weapons are already in the hands of the people who are going to use them against us. They are going to be used here in America not just over there across oceans and across borders. People better buckle the hell up and wake the hell up. I got to get to work. I love the show, guys. All right, man. Pray for everybody. Pray for the innocent. Pray for the victims that don't deserve and don't want any of this crap. We are in a battle of religions, and all we have left is prayer. Where, where can you find more irony than that? Have a good day, guys. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Next time, mm. don't sugarcoat it. Uh, 4065-22-TALK is the number. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? Is that me? That's you. That's a pretty tough act to follow. I know. (laughs) But I got a couple of quick points of interest. So when I saw them lift the chicken wire fence up and ride their little motorcycles 
with their guns into Israel last week. I hurry up quick and uh, Googled the gun law in Israel. And I believe it said you had to get a, a, per a permit from the government and you had to get permission from the police chief to have a gun in Israel. Now, with that being said, it certainly appeared that those people had no way to protect themselves. There was nobody in the neighborhood with a gun. No one shot any of those invaders. Does that sound correct? Yeah, I think Switzerland is one of the countries where everybody gets a gun that uh, uh, has signed up for service or whatever, uh, which yeah, has always been three, neutral. There's, but... there's three countries with required service mm -hmm. after high school and uh, or turning 18. Uh, North Korea, which is 10 years till you're 28. Um, Switzerland and uh, Israel, um, basically a two a two year training period, which you are then assigned a weapon that you take home with you. Yeah. So. Well, so the military in Israel, where do they keep their gun? How do they get the gun into the hand of the soldiers? Well, they all have them at home, because the okay, okay. Uh, the majority the you know the majority of uh, people of that of those generations, basically 18 to 35, are part of are, are part of the uh, reserves. So that that's who they've been calling up the 400. Yeah, they have the 500,000 uh, reserves, have, I believe, in uh, Israel. 100, 150,000 standing army with over 500,000 reserves. Yeah. Was there no reservist living anywhere near that? Music festival? You know, well, no, people were living with it, and a, a lot of them had mm -hmm. weapons, but these people came upon them. They weren't anticipating it. Yeah. They were celebrating. Mm -hmm. You know, most but, people with children, as in Israel, they have them, you know, in a safe room or in a closet or locked up. Yeah. I, I get that. I get mm -hmm. that. Well, if you think it about it, let's 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 take a let's take a scenario here. Let's suppose that all of a sudden, uh, uh, rockets start flying into into Bozeman. Uh, there's almost everybody here's got a rifle or a shotgun or a handgun or something. Uh, you know, I I think we'd be ducking for cover rather than grabbing our guns and going out and saying, "Who's dropping these bombs on us?" Or yeah, firing. Well, you know, but yeah, this I, wasn't yeah. this wasn't RPGs. bombs. This was guy little guys on motorcycles. Yeah. No, 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 no. First of all, you're you're getting this wrong. There was there's a, there's a 20 foot cement wall, and your reference to the chicken wire fence is after they blew holes in that. That that was not the first thing they did. The first thing they did is they sent in dozens and dozens in of, of five areas they were attacking of guys with gliders. So they literally flew over the fence and towards looking for people. Their job was to kill anyone they saw or try and take hostages. The second thing they did at the same time was they flew drones over that mm -hmm. dropped explosives. And they showed the videos of them destroying some tanks and, and attacking kibitzes with them. Mm -hmm. The third thing was after they blew the hole in, in the wall that goes all the way around Gaza, they attacked the, the central gun towers in five places with drones and men. And then the wall, uh, not the wall, but the fence that you're talking about is on the other side of the wall. And so they drove uh, front end loaders to the uh, through the wall, and then they took out that fence for then the guys on motorcycles to come th come through, 
And then after them, the guys in their Toyota trucks with mounted guns. So that that basically was the procedure. Yeah, it was a pretty well planned attack. It was very uh, well planned. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah. And the, and the other thing is, uh, you know, Israel intelligence is usually pretty good. And I, where this big question is, why did Israel? Why did the United States? Why did why was there? There's no uh, chatter about this uh, attack when they've been planning it for like two years or so. Well, that's the, a very the, sophisticated the major attack. Plan, yeah, it yeah, was. The yeah, planning's been going on. They they believe mm-hmm. since August, but what they what they what they're trying to cover their ass with is mm-hmm. they, they're saying they didn't use normal uh, lines of communication. You know, it's obviously one, not. Yeah. yeah, no, I know that's what they said. They yeah. they, they, you know, they went back to notes and direct, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, discussions with individuals. Yeah, yeah. There were there is nothing over the waves to hear. There you go. Hey, thanks for the call. Well, hey, wait, I got one more quick point yes. of interest. Go for it. So that could never happen here, right? You mean like like a balloon floating through all the states? You know, never happen. On a, on, <laughs> on a, that would never happen because we would never have balloons floating around. No, we uh, yeah. with Chinese balloons and could be dropping off any kind yeah. of. Uh, um, time bomb that might go off in in the form of some bad virus dropped all over Montana. Yeah, they're they're probably uh, Disneyland leaflets to, for a discount or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Well, hey, one, <laughs> one more point of interest if Real you quick. got time. Sure. The, uh, the 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 House representatives they talk about how we don't have any good candidates. Well, I look mm-hmm. at Biden. I look at Hillary. I look at Kamala Harris. I look at Fetterman. I'm going to talk about bad candidates. We've got good candidates. <laughs> well, the fact Schumer's the head of the Senate tells you all you need to know, huh? That's my point exactly. We've got some pretty good people. We're just trying to get the best out of them. There you go, man. That's true. Thanks for the call. All right. Take it. All right. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hi, Tom. It's Joel. Hey, Joel. I spend all day long, every day, because I'm. I'm I'm older than Clint, so yeah. <laughs> I'm, but I'm I'm getting a uh, understanding that I that, that I couldn't even be co- able to comprehend on the the bottom line. This is a religious war, and 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 our mm-hmm. people, our thought process is, if we live and uh, let other people live, that's our goal. It's even in a battle, uh, and unless it's the enemy. <clears throat> the, I've heard many Palestinians uh, right on video saying that their goal is to die for the cause. That the the uh, Quran tells them that they will get X number of virgins if they die for the cause. So they're... Their goal is to die for the cause. Our goal is to live for the cause. And that's the bottom line of the whole thing. It's a religious type thing. All right, man. Thanks for the call. One other thing I'd like to ask you Mm -hmm. is that the people that text in, if you will give a, I'm sure you see their phone numbers. Mm -hmm. So, it, 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 it's a, it gives an impression to me uh, that 
there are a lot of them. So if you can say, okay, I, if it, to uh, to uh, give the population mm-hmm. an understanding of what their uh, mm-hmm. thinking is, uh, but it, it it gives us an impression that there are a lot of them. And if there are, I want to know it. And if they're not, I want to know it. Okay. So maybe, <laughs> maybe just just uh, just say, well, there's a half a dozen of them or so, so that we, we don't get the impression that we yeah. got a whole army out there yeah. against us. Thanks. thanks All right. Hey, thanks for the call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, one day I wrote them down, I think, the, the how many numbers uh, there were. <laughs> It's not a lot. It, it isn't. Uh, there's probably uh, five uh, that really are uh, permanent textures, <laughs> for want of a better word, and uh, maybe uh, 10 or 12 total. So that's about what we get. So just letting you know. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. So, hey, don't forget, bozemanmagazine.com. Tom and Shane, vote for us. Uh, go over to uh, bozemanmagazine.com. Click on Bozeman Choice. Uh, we are under media and info. We would appreciate your vote so much because all of our competitions on five days a week. We are only on one day a week, so we really need your help to get over there and do it. Nothing will happen to you. You won't be inundated with stuff. So uh, go over and get her done. We'll be right back right after the news. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's October 14th, 2023. Happy to have you along with us. Uh, don't forget, at 6 p.m., uh, the Bobcats are going to take on Cal, Cal Poly <laughs> uh, out at the stadium. 6 p.m., that'll be on 100.7, our sister station here at uh, Town Square Media. So hopefully uh, you'll check out that area. From our text line, 406-478-8298, none of the American assessments offered any tactical details or indications of the overwhelming scope, scale, and sheer brutality of the operation that Hamas carried out on October 7th. Sources say it's unclear if any of these U.S. assessments were shared with Israel, which provides much of the intelligence that the U.S. bases report on. Uh, greetings, boys. Uh, looks like all our uh, college campuses, the liberals, I convinced that Palestine should run the Jews out. Uh, word is on the street is if you choose, uh, run America. So uh, when, when you're attacking Israel, I guess uh, we're next. So that may be the that may, that may be true. So, yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we start seeing some kind of uh, attacks here and there. Uh, in uh, on our own soil here from radicals, but um, you know we we were surprised by 9/11, so that had been planned for quite a while. Uh, let's see, eight radical Republicans voted with the Democrats uh, to uh, get rid of McCarthy, including our own Marilyn Matt. Yeah, so yeah, Matt was in there as well. Uh, let's see, uh, countries of Saudi Arabia, uh, Iran, uh, Egypt, Syria are large countries. Some are Muslim, Sunni, and Shia. Uh, if these countries were really concerned about the Palestinians, they could easily accommodate them in their vast lands. They have no interest in doing so because having the groups in of Hezbollah, Hamas, and the Palestinians 
being a continual thorn in the side of Israel is what they want. So there you go. So they keep keeping them, keeping them somewhere else, Shane. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, keep them, keep them out of here. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, we've got to talk about a few other things here besides just uh, just Israel. Um, one of the things uh, I wanted to get to, of course, was uh, Mike Lindell. Uh, he's having some issues. Uh, the uh, He's being sued by um, uh, the uh, two uh, 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 Dominion and uh, I forget the name of the other one, Shane, the voting machine uh, that's uh, suing him. Right, because of what he claimed or yeah, he claimed that uh, yeah, yeah, he claimed that uh, the election was stolen from Trump and the yeah. the uh, machines were the uh, were the issue, and uh, so. Uh, uh, he uh, he's spent forty million <laughs> trying to uh, trying to overturn the result uh, after the election. My pillow was included on uh, TrumpMarch.com website promoting January sixth rally, and uh, so yeah, he's having uh, he's having some issues here being uh, sued by Old Dominion and uh, uh, forget what the other uh, company was. Uh, there's two of them I know, but uh, anyway. Uh, so, uh, uh, Lindell said American Express had cut my pillow's credit line uh, from a million dollars down to a hundred thousand. Shane, so American Express is going <laughs> to take this on, and um, uh, he he said it was an all-out attack on uh, my pillow. So, uh, yeah, if you notice, there there haven't been many my pillow ads on any of the new any of the stations. They were. They were religiously on Fox probably every hour, but uh, haven't seen them for uh, quite a while. So, oh yeah, I I, I see them up here on the, on Fox all the time, every day. Well, uh, I haven't seen them for the past uh, week or so. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, so there it is. So, um, let's see. Uh, the other thing we've got to talk about: uh, Biden uh, Biden edges out Trump uh, in the poll, Shane, uh, which is. Uh, not surprising, I, I guess. Uh, Trump fifty nine percent to uh, Biden sixty percent. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, pretty close, as, as they say. Um, yeah, actually forty eight to forty nine uh, margin of error. DeSantis beats uh, uh, Biden by two points, and um, Nikki Haley beats uh, Trump by, or uh, uh, Biden by four points. So. I realize it's pretty early, and these are uh, Iowa numbers and New Hampshire numbers and whatever. But uh, still, well, the biggest all... story this week mm-hmm. that no one's really covering um, was the fact that the special counsel interviewed the president in the White House over a two-day period last weekend. Yeah. So this invasion of Israel takes place on Saturday, and he meets with the special counsel while that's happening. Then on Sunday, he meets with the special counsel, um, and for several hours, about his um, secret documents at his home yeah. and at the, the university that he's, you know, mm-hmm. been working at. And no one really talked about it, or no one asked anyone um, in any of the White House briefings about it all week long. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he apparently good. did it about. Vol- 
he did it voluntarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only other one other president that's done that, and that was Bill Clinton mm-hmm. in the Walensky, Walensky, whatever deal. Yeah. So th- this is getting closer and closer and closer under the radar and without any journalists following it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm sure the reason that the uh, intelligence community missed uh, Iran and uh, and uh, Israel is because they were after Trump. They're spending all their resources there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not going anywhere else. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trump received fifty nine percent of the support still among the GOP primary. Every uh, I was looking at the uh, uh, over. You can go over to real uh, pol- uh, realpolitics.com, dot uh, com, and uh, they've got the polls over there. But uh, Trump uh, steadily increasing. Uh, DeSantis has come down. Uh, uh, Raswami's come down. Uh, Haley's gone up. Uh, Scott's sort of in limbo, and everybody else is kind of off the radar. So, yeah, they're all below ten percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Vivek or Vivek cake. <laughs> Vivek cake. Yeah, he went down Vivek two points. Cake. Yeah, yeah, he went down to seven percent. Uh, Mike Pence. Uh, and uh, Christie and uh, Senator Scott, uh, yeah, they were all five percent. So uh, it was, um, yeah, they're they're so far behind Trump. It's not even. I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous that. Uh, uh, and I know the Democrats can't understand why this guy with ninety or or one hundred and fifty. Uh, charges against him and four uh, court cases pending and uh, why he keeps increasing in the polls. Uh, so, well, I, I, I think, I think, I don't think it's, it, it, look, the, the case, uh, which is not a criminal case in New York is over. Yeah. Uh, that it's a, it's a dead issue because of uh, how long and, and she's been, you know, yeah. carrying this on. Um, and so it's reached the limit. And the case in Florida is gone because it involves the critical information that they can't divulge to the public or a jury, a jury and it, it'll be a public trial. So yeah. uh, the case in Georgia is lost mm-hmm. because basically there it's another, you know, uh, Ukrainian-type phone call to the governor. You know, let's look yeah. for more votes. Because mm-hmm. the difference was 15,000. So yeah. that's what he did. Big deal. Yeah, find a vote, yeah. will you please? <laughs> the only danger, the one, the only one that he has concerns about uh, is the one in Washington, D.C. Yeah. About uh, the six. <laughs> but with the information that's come out, and, and uh, even mine, you know, that information Carlson came out with all those videos and everything. Yeah. And uh, that's that the Republicans, if they get their coop together in the House and continue their investigations, will get, you know, access to all that uh, in- information that the Democrats didn't disclose. Yeah. So that I think for the most part, it's, it, uh, you know, they're burning the brush to, to create the wind to blow a ship into the rocks, basically, yeah. the Democrats. But we'll see. <laughs> Uh, right on, John says you can now call your 900 show the Ellipse Show. Eclipse Show. Sorry, Eclipse Show. And uh, why does Jerry call himself Mike when he calls Aaron's show? So I have no idea. Uh, I always use a fake name when I call somebody else's show. So. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah, uh, I, they'll recognize my name, but not my voice, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyone who would vote for Biden or supports the corrupt, incompetent fool must have the idea, uh, the IQ, rather, of a cockroach. Wow. Ooh, that hurts. Uh, did Vundell uh, ever pay the $5 million award for debunking his election lies? Well, he's in court with uh, Old Dominion and whatever, so uh, lawyer fees are taking, uh, taking everything he has, I think. So, so yeah, uh, he's... Uh, uh, he may be done like dinner. Well, personally, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's keep this separate from his his business because his business is doing exceedingly well, and they're suing him personally. But uh, I'm, I'm 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 sure there's a good friend of his yeah. with a checkbook that's helping him out. Yeah, uh, Tom, you don't know why Biden's. Uh, uh, polls are holding, or Trump's polls are holding. It's because you guys on talk radio and Fox keep lifting him up uh, instead of reading the indictments against him. But don't worry, when the attack ads hit, people will know what he did. Well, good. Well, let's get the attack well, ads out there. Let's get going. I, oh. I, I just went through every case that he's involved in yeah. because of your reference. and. Mm-hmm read them all, read the indictments, I read the updates, and it's a foxhound. You know, what, what, what was that, the fox and the hounds that the British used to play they don't do anymore? Yeah. It's just yeah. so cruel to foxes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mike Lindell lost the suit for $5 million because of his election lies as, uh, uh, as he paid it, uh, or he is not paying uh, that guy, too, uh, just uh, lawyers. So, uh, yeah. I, I, think he, I think he's appealing that case. Well, I'm sure he is, but, uh, yeah, but I'm sure he's running out of money to pay lawyers. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, uh, it's sad over there, so... But uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's a little silly to uh, go all out on uh, things like that. So, uh, yeah, so works both ways. Yeah, that's true. It does. You're right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, let's see in other news. A Montana judge, uh, Shane, uh, well, if it'll load, a Montana judge. <laughs> that. Uh, federal judge uh, in Montana is continuing to block enforcement of a law. I'm getting real bad feedback from your from you. You got something on, or that's better. Yeah, that's better. Well, a little better. Uh, federal judge in Montana is blocking. Federal judge in Montana is uh, continuing to block enforcement of a law that puts uh, restrictions on drag shows and drag uh, bans drag reading events in public schools and libraries. Uh, U.S. District Court Judge uh, Brian Morris said the law targets free speech and expression and that the uh, text of the law and its uh, legislative history reveal anti-LBTQ plus animus. So uh, I... I have a problem with that because free speech is not absolute, Shane. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's one of these things that you have to earn mm-hmm. and you have to protect. And and you have to be responsible for it. I mean you got you gotta be responsible for your own free speech. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh 
Well, I I don't know. I I still think there's certain, you know, I can't I can't yell fire in a crowded theater. So, what's the <laughs> what's the deal? You know, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, let's take a phone call. Five two two talk is the number four zero six five two two eight two five five. Call your alma, Tom and Shane. What's going on? You know, it's interesting these texters and these guys. Other people calling in about uh, how crooked Trump is, and he's not perfect, I understand, but they got the writing on the wall on uh, Joe Biden and his whole family right now, but they they still can't see the truth. And the other thing is, are are they better off? You know, you can keep pounding this at them. Are they better off than they were when Trump was in office? But they'll sit there and be like the frog in the pan of the cold water and turn the heat up a little bit till they find out that— uh, in the end, that maybe they were <clears throat> not lied to and everything else, too. And uh, another note is uh, these college kids out there that are demonstrating in favor of the murders to Israel, if they were shipped over there, they'd slot their head off just as quick as the rest of them, too, unless they were uh, mm-hmm. go to their cause. And the other thing is these transgenders and these other folks that uh, are homosexual and that, they if they got over there, if they're in on this right or... Uh, demonstrating too they'd kill them in a second so i don't think they really think about what they're doing they're just uh out there getting in a crowd and, and doing it so those are my thoughts for the day thank you all right thanks for the call appreciate it all right thanks much all right uh let's see shane uh what else i got to talk about here we've got to talk about uh the in the uh, caucus go ahead shane you brought up in the last block about the situation in Canada and Meta. Oh yeah, um, th- this this is a really interesting aspect of uh, what you call uh, government intervention and an effort to create um, a monopoly and to restrict free speech. So what the government of Canada did is they passed a new law that dis- was designed to force tech giants like Meta to pay news outlets for posting their journalism on their platforms. Now, stop for a minute. What's what's that mean? Well, what that means is Meta doesn't pay anybody for information or content. It just, it, you know, it's put up on their site, Facebook, free. And But Canada passed a law to protect, uh, you know, uh, news journalists in, in Canada. So it, it's a basically an indirect form of uh, uh, anti-free speech and it's a it's a total support for monopolies now uh, we just recently had the completion of the Rogers cable network which was everything which had been agreed to between these two companies 20 years ago everything from Saskatchewan East was Rogers for cable and everything from Alberta West which, you know, was for what was known as Shaw. Um, ultimately, they've now bought out Shaw, and that uh, merger or acquisition has been approved and completed, and I got my first Rogers bill. Ha-ha, that, that proves right. to you it's done. <laughs> but the point is it's now a monopoly, and you've heard me say this over the years, and that the regrettable thing of Canada is it is a monopoly in, in almost every area that you look at 
Um, I think that's probably a better situation than having a tyrant, you know, like in Ukraine or China or Russia or Iran, mm -hmm. where the government controls everything, right? They, there's no part, there's no political parties. They mm -hmm. control all the media. They control all the I industry. Um, the the only, only problem with that is the backside, which is China, which I will, I've segued to because the numbers are worse. Um, you know, uh, now 60% of the public companies in China that were trading on their exchanges with regards to property and real estate have gone bankrupt. So it, it, this, this, is a, this is not a creeping story. It's not, it, everything you're being told about China is a lie. It, it's, in, it's, in, it's in the desperate throes of uh, uh, falling into a, a depression. They're already in a hard landing recession, and it's and it's only worsening by every day. Um, they've had a complete collapse of, of consumption internally by their people. They're not, you know, I mean, they're, they're not buying anything from anyone anywhere in the world, and uh, their exports were down again, 15% uh, in August and another 16% in September. So uh, this is a one-way track, and it's it's. It, it will have a major impact of, of what's going on between this triokia of uh, North Korea and Iran and uh, China and Russia. So we, we ha now we have to pay attention to their financial issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there you are. So. There you go. So my rant before right. I go. Well, uh, prominent progressive members of Congress received a security briefing from the Capitol uh, Thursday amid a major uptick in threats against them since the attack on Israel this weekend. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, of course, Elian Omar, uh, Ania Presley, uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Summer Lee, Barbara Lee, and uh, others uh, are uh, being put under police protection and, um, you know, so that we would be terrible if anything happened to but, any of but, us. But, but the terrorist <laughs> attack is going to come from the people they support. Yeah. So but <laughs> they're being yeah. protected. Uh, they, they've, <laughs> they've reinstated the fence around your capital. And uh, so mm -hmm. they, they are concerned and they should be because of how many people, you know, 7 million people yeah. have crossed your border and they're, mm -hmm. they're from everywhere. And, and so... Uh, it, yeah. I I don't know how they're going to answer to some type of an attack. I would have thought it might have come yesterday because you know the Muslims in in the Middle East were having supposedly a day of rage. Uh, but you know the Temple Mount, the, the Israel Israelis only let older Muslims in to pray, and and they wouldn't allow any young men or women into the temple. So. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, they're, they're very, very aware there now, like we should be here of what's going on. Yeah. So if you see something, say something. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Democrats need to understand that Trump is not going away. The Koch brothers, well, brother, uh, supports DeSantis, a newly created puppet. Uh, Biden is Soros backed and by every pedophile, bigot, devil worshiper. Uh, Trump has morals, values, a businessman, any left shamoron. Uh, can throw rocks at uh, glass houses. Uh, Mike Lindell has values. Another reason to attack him, and that's from our listener Jen. So, well, there you go. So, thanks, Jen. So, enjoy the uh, recorded uh, uh, that 
Tom is going to play next hour with the yeah. rabbi. Mm -hmm. And I, I really appreciate everybody. Great calls today because of what's yeah. going on. That's a good thing. Always a factor. You're my best friend forever. The big eagle man. Appreciate this great time together. Be happy, be safe, everyone, and live in the moment. When war comes about, you you find out why that's so important. That's for sure. So we're just know. we're just blessed it's not here. So <laughs> come come home to your family with a smile on your face because that's the way they want to see you. Come through the front door. Live in the moment. Live to work. God bless. All right. As we said, uh, Hi, I'm Brooke is going to join us uh, in the next hour uh, by recording. Uh, so uh, Shane will leave us and uh, uh, we'll be uh, talking about that. Coming up uh, also at 6 p.m. today, we've got the uh, Cal Poly's in town to take on the MSU Bobcats. That'll be at 6 o'clock on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. And don't forget to vote for Tom and Shane, bozemanmagazine.com. Uh, go over to uh, bozemanmagazine.com. Click on Bozeman's Choice. Uh, Tom and Shane are nominated in several categories under media and info. Uh, nothing will happen to you. You won't be inundated with emails or all kinds of offers or anything like that. Uh, we've, uh, we've won these before, and not a single listener has complained about getting anything uh, untoward from uh, Bozeman Magazine. So they are an upstanding uh, group, or we wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't have been nominated by them. So... We hope you'll get over to bozemanmagazine.com, click on Bozeman Choice, and get that done. Uh, coming up at the 10 o'clock hour, a recorded uh, conversation I had with Hyam uh, Brook yesterday. So stay tuned for that, and I will be back right after the news. Hmm. Says it can't open it. Well, shoot. Well, <laughs> I guess we're not going to have. I guess we're not going to have Hyam uh, Brook on. Uh, so the uh, that's a shame because we had a real interesting conversation. I'll try and see what the problem is maybe we can play this uh next week uh because uh it's it's very informative and and i really apologize it says we can't open it because the file is uh unsupported uh so um yeah i think i i know maybe what the problem with that might be but uh uh, isn't going to be anything I'm going to be able to fix at the moment. So, <laughs> Shane, if you're listening, <laughs> come on back. <laughs> so, oh man, I, I I'm really sorry about that. Um, but I I think I can fix the uh, issue. But um, I've got to. Um, we'll I'll I'll do my best, and we'll see if we can't have that on next week. I think I know what the problem is. It's it's in the identification of the file, but. Um, at any rate, we'll uh, we'll we'll see if we can't uh, uh, play that for you in its entirety next week. So, but uh, guess what? We've got plenty left to talk about. So, <laughs> so where we are, um, the other thing I wanted to uh, talk about is uh, uh, in the. 20, uh, in uh, the 2020 election, uh, where the Republicans were supposed to uh, capitalize on the midterms, uh, they uh, we had a we had a uh, uh, Roe v. Wade before that, and um, you know I said at the time I said abortion's going to be on the ballot whether it's on the ballot or not, and uh, sure enough uh, the Republicans took a bath. Uh, they lost the Senate. Uh, they barely managed to keep the House. And some things that are happening that are going to still affect the election coming up, we've got uh, uh, 
we've got uh, Mexican women are wading across the Rio Grande into Mexico. Uh, they're crawling under the barbed wire to cross the border uh, uh, to uh, get abortions in Mexico. So uh, it's a situation that uh, Mexican abortion activists, uh, uh, Jimenez uh, Rubikov, Never imagined what happened. I was very surprised, she tells the Telegraph. The United States uh, used to be the reference point on abortion, but in September, uh, Mexico's Supreme Court decriminalized abortion nationwide, offering uh, legal protection for any woman uh, who seeks an abortion in this country. So before the reversal of uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, I would talk to one or two women a week, she said, and now it's more than 20. Uh, abortion is still illegal in a dozen states, Idaho, South Dakota, Wisconsin, uh, Missouri, West Virginia, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, and uh, Oklahoma, Mississippi. And uh, uh, so those are, those are uh, some of the states. Uh, in July, a man uh, from Nebraska asked for help. He had crossed the border into Mexico with his pregnant daughter to find a way to, for her to have a safe abortion. And the man was from Monterey originally, but in face of the restrictions in Nebraska, uh, he, uh, he felt uh, that he needed to, um, to uh, go to Mexico to uh, get help. So... Uh, so for decades, uh, Mexican activist networks have helped women uh, access abortion-inducing pills, and now that a, with the patchwork of restrictions across the United States, they're working to uh, help women on the uh, border as well. So some things from our text line, 406-478-8298. Trump is still in the polls because he is an old, an old bigot, lies and says the economy is doing good. The truth is hitting their pocketbook. I always agreed um, with the thought that China is dependent upon the U.S. consumers more so than before. And they are. They are very dependent on uh, consumers in, uh, in the U.S. So, yeah. Oh, let's see. Another thing I've noticed over the last week is how the execution and beheading of babies doesn't have quite the effect on the masses as it did not uh, too long ago. Guess uh, that's what we get for a nation that dismembers fetuses daily. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, abortion is pretty much the same thing as uh, tearing the babies apart. So there you are. Uh, Mike Lindell is an inspirational figure. He conquered drug addiction, became a man of Christian faith, and built a thriving business. Uh, he is just another example of the uh, persecution by our totalitarian leftists in the government and media to attempt to destroy anyone who supports uh, President Trump uh, or ever had a cup of coffee with him. <laughs> so... <laughs> I would, uh, I would tend to agree with that, I guess. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Trump has morals. <laughs> LOL. That guy was convicted of sexual assault, lied about elections, stole from a charity, and has morals. That's the funniest thing. But it's not a cult. So, and Republicans are playing checkers. Democrats are playing chess. Uh, three moves ahead. They're uh, letting you. Uh, they're letting you nominate, nominate Trump 
which is the weakest candidate. And uh, then once nomination said they will unleash the attack ads and his polls will plummet. Haley is right. Uh, Trump and uh, morals could not appear in the same sentence. Uh, even Trump supporters know he has no morals. A guy who cheated on all his wives. So we knew that going in before he was elected. Uh, I I don't know why uh, why the the need to keep hashing up uh, his uh, cheated charities. He uh, did this. He did that. Did whatever. Uh, I mean, come on. Uh, that's you, you knew that going in before this ever this ever happened. So. Getting back to the abortion issue, though, um, one of the things that the Republicans are concerned about is that uh, uh, after voters in Ohio stood up for reproductive rights, analysts believe the Democrats have a roadmap to victory in 2024. And I, I would tend to agree with them. As long as abortion is on the issue, uh, boy, it's it's going to be tough to uh, get Republicans uh, in there. So uh, in, uh, in Ohio... Um, they uh, they described it as a five-alarm fire for a Democrat. Strategist warned the result showed how motivating the issue has become for Democrats and, and that it could help put Joe Biden in the White House for another four years. Ohio is a swing state that has voted for the winner in every presidential election between 1964 and 2016. It has shifted uh, increasingly to Republicans with Donald Trump uh, surging to victory by eight points in both um, 2016 and 2020. So on Wednesday, uh, the state uh, held a vote on a motion known as uh, Issue 1 that centered on the issue of abortion. And the results uh, was that uh, those backing uh, abortion rights won by 14 points, 57% to 43%. So um, if we think uh, that abortion is is not going to be on the ballot in November. Uh, I think, um, you know, I think we got to rethink uh, that situation because that's, uh, that ain't going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, oh, abortion will be on the ballot, <laughs> which is why Trump is backing it now or walking it back now. Uh, he put his finger in the wind and saw votes disappearing. Well, they will. Uh, I, I fully believe they will disappear. Crazy that responsibility and common sense is replaced by tearing a living soul from the womb because the child you created is inconvenient. And that's pretty much the reason for abortion is it's just not convenient to have a child right now. It's going to complicate my life. And that's a sad state of affairs, but that's, uh, you know, that's, that's what we're looking at. That's the mentality that we have. Uh, personal responsibility has gone out the window. You know, uh, ladies, keep your uh, legs together and uh, men, keep your pants zipped. And, um, you know, if you're if you're going to uh, engage with each other, then you, you need to be prepared to take the responsibility uh, for the end result, whatever that result might be. I can't comprehend how Israel, with all our security, allowed this attack. I trust no government. Yeah, we asked that question earlier, and it does seem kind of uh, uh, kind of unusual that uh, you know uh, Shane was uh, pointing out that uh, they didn't use normal uh, means of communication, and um, that certainly speaks highly of the intelligence of who you're dealing with. Uh, but uh, man. It uh, for an attack 
to be that well thought out, that well planned and executed, um, boy, uh, for for that not to come to light uh, in some intelligence uh, communities, pretty tough. So, Tom Shade and every talk show host will be the reason we will have another Biden regime. You ignore every other candidate and lift up the most hated candidate, Trump. I will blame you for this. Well, I'm not, I'm not promoting Trump in any way. I'm just I'm just pointing out who's ahead and. And where everybody else is, and as we get closer to the election, I believe the polls are going to reflect changes in um, in some of these candidates. We've got another uh, debate coming up in November, another GOP debate. Uh, there'll be fewer on the stage yet again. And after that debate, I think the, uh, the group that's going to run for president uh, will be narrowed considerably. Because uh, if you're not doing well in the polls, you can't attract money. Uh, that's that's what happened to Kamala Harris. Uh, she um, got like one percent of the vote or something like that, and had to drop out. Very, I think she dropped out before Iowa even. But uh, that's what we're looking at. When um, if there's anyone, anyone uh, uh, that's losing in the polls or is not gating in the polls, um, the money from supporters uh, they're they're going to put their money where you know where they think a winning uh, candidate might be. So that's where we find ourselves there. Uh, I want specifics on uh, where Trump lied while in office. Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? <laughs> well, uh, the the folks out there would say, well, uh, he said China was going to pay for the wall. Uh, he was going to inject disinfectant. Uh, what else? Bombs would stop hurricanes. Uh, you know, I mean, the. You could go on and on. Now, we we don't want to bring up, of course, Biden's kitchen fire uh, or, you know, that he was a truck driver, grew up in a Puerto Rican community, um, you know, uh, uh, taught at a university, was number one in his class. Uh, any of the any of the uh, provable flubs, at least that uh, Trump made more predictions that didn't come true, uh, where Biden is just embellishing his past to make himself look uh, look better. Uh, Trump lied about replacing Obamacare. Well, Trump can't replace Obamacare. That's Congress's job. Uh, building a wall, I put that up, and uh, not playing golf. So, hey, uh, do you really believe that business is not done on a golf course? He was number one in his class, so he sued to keep his grades hidden. <laughs> Nobody questioned where, where Trump was in his, in his class. Uh, Biden was the one that kept bringing it up where he was. So every Trump supporter knows he has no morals. A guy who cheated on all his wives. Well, yeah, Trump and morals should not appear in the same sentence. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, um, yeah, uh, Ohio has always predicted the presidents, including 2020. Yeah. Yeah, Ohio's always been the has always been the swing state of uh, you know what's what's uh, happening over there. So, from our app chat line, AM fourteen fifty KMMS on your smartphone, the the eclipse uh, has almost covered half of the sun right now. So if you're outside and looking around, uh, don't don't look uh, directly at the sun without some kind of eye protection. Get some dark glasses or whatever. So uh, make sure you. Uh, do that as well. So, 
the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, Santos, you just heard him on the uh, on our news uh, just a moment ago. And uh, they've got, um, they're charging him with uh, 10, uh, 10 indictments, um, I guess. So <laughs> he, uh, if you don't remember uh, Santos, he's the one that uh, embellished his, uh, uh, embellished his resume uh, with um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, mistruths, I guess. But uh, but uh, yeah, the uh, unfortunately uh, for him, um, he's charged with ten new criminal counts Tuesday uh, over accusations he inflated his campaign finance reports and uh, charged uh, donors' credit cards. Uh, without uh, their authorization. So he pleaded not guilty and made 13 count indictments. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody read those indictments or not, but hopefully someone out there read the indictments. But uh, Santos pleaded not guilty. And uh, so uh, the charges had new criminal exposure for the battle lawmaker who began his first term in January after admitting to embellishing parts of his background while campaigning. And uh, uh, I don't know of anybody that <laughs> you ever gone to a job without an embellished resume. Uh, the additional indictment comes days after Santos uh, former campaign treasurer Nancy Marks reached the deal with prosecutors and pleaded guilty to conspiring with the ten can uh, then candidate uh, to carry out a scheme Prosecutors are dubbing the party program in which the duo committed fraud on Santos campaign ref, uh, finance reports. So uh, we've got that going on as well. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Carrie Lake, uh, she's going to run for the Senate. If you don't remember Carrie Lake, uh, she was in, embroiled in the Arizona governor's race. Uh, she felt she won. Uh, felt it was uh, part of the uh, Trump uh, voting machine deals and whatever, and uh, felt that she uh, uh, should have won that case. But um, anyway, she's announced her uh, Senate bid on Tuesday, entering the race for uh, uh, Christian Sinema's uh, Arizona seat. Uh, Christian is an independent in Arizona, independent caucuses with the Democrats. I've never heard of an independent ever that caucuses with the Republicans, so I don't know. But uh, Lake, uh, an ally of uh, former President Trump, who has denied her loss last year in the governor's race, will face off against uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb in the Republican primary. Uh, last work, she filed the uh, final paperwork uh, to run in the critical swing state. Uh, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, how that turns out. Um, uh, Ruben uh, Gallego, Democrat of Arizona, is running on the Democrat side, uh, while Sinema has stayed mum on any campaign plans. So she may uh, still run as an independent, and uh, that might take votes away uh, and uh, give Lake an opportunity to uh, get in there. So we'll just have to see uh, how that uh, how that goes on. Uh, let's see. Uh, under Trump, relatively southern border under control, unemployment at 50-year low, Abraham peace accords in the Middle East, energy independent, crushed ISIS, no wars in Ukraine, the Middle East, Joe Biden, disastrous Afghan withdrawal, war on the petrol, uh, petroleum industry, inflation at 40-year highs, 
Open borders, 6 million illegals, cost of groceries and virtually every commodity up, crime and chaos in the cities, pretty obvious who's better for the country. So make a lot of excellent points there that most of those are certainly true. That, And we're in a situation right now, we're, try, we're subsidizing now two wars and uh, our uh, strategic uh, petroleum reserve is... Uh, <laughs> depleted uh, considerably. So um, uh, as uh, Shane was pointing out earlier, uh, oil could easily go up to $150 a barrel and beyond, and particularly if they uh, uh, reimpose sanctions on Iran. So we'll see what uh, goes on with that. So uh, let's see. Trump accomplished more in our country in four years than Biden did in 47 years in public service. Uh, Biden threw his stick wife to the curb and married his babysitter. Uh, who has less morals, a guy who was accused of stuff while a private citizen or a guy who dated his babysitter while in office? There you go. Uh, Santos embellished resume, cough, choke. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> when you claim Santos embellished his resume, you must also believe Trump's lies, too. Uh, she's not locked up. Uh, Trump lies. Obama tapped my phone. Another lie. Trump even lied about crowd size. Uh, and uh, we never had an attack on the Capitol before Trump. Yes, we did. In 1989, uh, we a group of female leftists bombed the United States Capitol. Look it up. So all of that, all of that was happening uh, way back, uh, way back in the day. So not too bad. So um, Trump is asking uh, a judge, uh, attorneys uh, rather for President Trump, uh, they're seeking uh, a judge's permission to subpoena the former chairman of the House Committee that investigated the January 6th attack on the Capitol, uh, repeating a disputed claim that the panel failed to turn over all the evidence it collected. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Also, I want to get into uh, the uh, Montana's double voting law. We want to talk about uh, conservative uh, nonprofit textbook license has been issued, tic uh, the TikTok ban in Montana. And uh, property tax relief, uh, rebate numbers are uh, out and also uh, Bozeman Development Code update and real estate and demographics here in Bozeman. So we'll be talking about all that in the next half hour. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I will return right after the news. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's October 14, 2023. Tom Eagleoff, your morning mayor in the house. Uh, we were we had scheduled uh, Hyam Brook uh, to uh, uh, be on at this hour uh, by recording, but uh, we had some technical issues with the uh, recording, and we'll try and play that uh, next week. Uh, so um, I apologize for that. That was uh, see the problem is that uh, I do all this on my Mac, and Mac recognizes a file for what it is. Uh, since our station is run by IBMs, uh, you have to make sure that you include the MP3 on any uh, item that you uh, put on because IBM is too stupid uh, to know <laughs> that it's an audio file. 
So uh, that was my fault. Uh, sorry about that. So I will I will correct that, and uh, we'll uh, we'll try and see if we can uh, have Hyam uh, Brook on uh, next week. And uh, I apologize uh, for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this week, uh, Trump uh, bashed Israel and praised Hezbollah. Well, uh, he didn't, uh, I don't, well, bashing is probably uh, pretty accurate, I would say. I guess that's probably true. Uh, he's, where's, where's the intelligence of uh, Israeli intelligence? Where's American intelligence? Uh, Hezbollah uh, and uh, Hamas, pretty, uh, uh, pretty coordinated attack, well-planned and well-executed. Uh, so, you know, it's hard not to, um you know, it's hard not to uh, say, hey, they got the better of, um, of Israel and uh, the United States intelligence. So, um, you know, whether, um, whether it's true or not, uh, you know, it's, uh, we know the facts. So, uh, oil and gas production at an all-time high. Um, well, gas production isn't. Um, uh, drilling is. Uh, LNG exports at an all-time high, helping heroes in Ukraine uh, kill Russian fascists, lowest unemployment since 1969. Well, that's not exactly true. Uh, The job report indicates that, yes, unemployment is low because everybody's working two and three jobs. So because of this uh, uh, situation that we're in with the... uh, uh, inflation and uh, prices at the at the pump, so and the grocery store. Uh, if the ignorant, uninformed leftist texters here uh, that have been brainwashed by the decadent leftist media uh, continually say Trump is a liar, should Google Biden's lies, <laughs> page after page of his well-documented lies. Biden is a pathological liar of epic proportions, and I think that's that's come to light. Um, you know, recently, well, almost all through his presidency, but uh, starting with Hawaii, uh, people started looking into his embellishments more and more and uh, finding that, uh, you know, he fudged about his uh, transcripts at college, uh, you know, truck driver, uh, teaching, um, where he finished in his class, uh, you know, all kinds of, uh, uh, I mean, Things that are obviously easy to look up. You know, uh, Trump could have maybe somehow made Mexico pay for the wall. You know, I mean, that's just a prediction. That's not something he lied about. Uh, He thought he could probably get Mexico to pay for it. And Mexico is certainly paying for not having the wall with the influx of people that are in their country because uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, probably people that are coming from the southern border of Mexico or wherever they're coming from are probably committing crimes along the way to get food or uh, clothing or something. So they're either shoplifting or doing something. So my, uh, Mexico is definitely paying something for uh, our open border. Uh, let's see. Uh, Biden's lies didn't cost me like Trump. Uh, Trump's tariff inflation, no health plan cost me plenty. Well, uh, I didn't see Biden do away with the tariffs. Uh, those are still in place. I, I didn't see, uh, Biden do anything with the health plan other than, uh, 
Uh, something that Trump uh, started was reducing uh, the cost of prescription drugs. Biden just finished it up. Uh, Biden lied about his college grades. Whoop-de-doo. Trump lied about a virus killing 150,000 Americans, including my thumper friend who believed him. Well, sorry, more people died under uh, Biden than died under Trump. So, so uh, you know, and Trump got a vaccine in 10 months. So give me a break. Trump flat out lied. Mexico will pay. He never thought he would win. And yes, Biden is a liberal like Trump. Case in point, Biden had virus longer than Trump. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> you lead him to water, but you can't make him drink. Uh, the volume of lies has been cut in nearly 100%. Uh, seeing Shane has taken some time away from the program today. <laughs> I'm sure Shane will appreciate that. So, <laughs> Is the United States funding both Hamas and Israel? Well, I, I, I would bet indirectly they are. Uh, money's going... Money's going to the Middle East uh, in the form of, uh, you know... Uh, uh, what nation building or uh, handouts for please don't hurt us. We're, we're really good people. You know, we're giving you money. So yeah, I, I, I would be extremely surprised if no American money is ending up in, in Hamas hands. Uh, I'm not a liberal. Never Trumpers are conservatives. Uh, get a clue cultists. Um, well, yeah, you sound like a liberal. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, uh, uh, it's one thing bashing Trump. You got eight other candidates, seven other candidates, I guess, that you could be propping up. Uh, I don't see you doing that. All right. Let's see. What else we got over here? The uh, One of the things that, uh, again, the courts are doing double duty here in uh, Montana because uh, a Mon two Montana organizations have filed suit in federal court claiming that a new law intended to stop people from voting twice goes uh, beyond its goal and could threaten lawful voters. Uh, the Montana uh, PIRG and the Montana Federation of Public Employees are challenging House Bill 892, which adds more specifics to the state law against double voting. Now, that's where, you know, if you're a college student from Tennessee here at MSU and you vote in our election and then you also get your absentee ballot from Tennessee. So they, uh, they're arguing the language in the bill might leave people open to criminal penalties simply by neglecting to cancel a previous registration, even if they never voted or intended to. Uh, you can do something that we've all done, move uh, across different houses in the state, uh, even move within the same country, and you run into this problem. Uh, Montana already had a law in place saying no one could vote more than once in a single election. Uh, House Bill 892 expanded that section of the law saying people can't vote in equivalent elections in Montana and in another state that they can't purposefully, purposefully uh, remain registered to vote in more than one place and that they uh, must provide their previous registration information when registering to vote at their new location. So uh, they're challenging that in, uh, in court. 
as to whether um, uh, in the complaint, the, they said the language of the bill included too many amb- ambiguities. Uh, for example, they questioned whether a voter would have to specifically contact their previous jurisdiction to make sure that their name had been removed from the polls, uh, from the rolls, rather, and uh, whether a person could face criminal charges if they f- merely failed to complete the section on the voter registration form that asked for prior registration. So I think uh, I don't see anything wrong with asking for prior registration if there's, if they're, you know, if, if there's one in there. So, you know, uh, I, if you vote in another state, um, you know, as many of our uh, MSU students do. So I don't know. Criticizing Trump does not make me a liberal. I support Nikki Haley. Well, good for you. Then why don't you, uh, instead of all the crap about Trump, uh, give me all the successes of Nikki Haley every week. So happy to happy to put them up. <laughs> I'm happy that Biden has NATO united against the dictator in Russia. I'm happy that not a single person in Biden's administration has been charged with a federal crime. Well, I think some have, but. That's just whatever. I'll have to look that up. Uh, Appeasement doesn't work. History shows us through Neville Chamberlain trying to appease Hitler. Those who ignore history are doomed to repeat it. And I would agree with that. Uh, You know, we we can't appease these people. You can't buy them. You know, we we spend billions in uh, uh, foreign aid for what? Uh, you know, we give money to, uh, uh, you know, to uh, the uh, Central American, uh, you know, all the all the places down there that uh, are funneling people through the southern border to get to the United States. So uh, I tell you, I, I don't know, you know, uh, at least we didn't send Biden to Israel to meet with their prime minister and cabinet members. He would likely would have stumbled into the Israeli flag, babbled incoherently, attempted to shake hands with non-existent people, and then fell off the stage. What a pathetic joke Joe Biden is. Yeah, it's, it's sad, really, to uh, to be witness to this president. You, you know the leaders of the free world uh, have to be just laughing continuously at at this guy that uh, anyone who thinks that Biden is in charge of the government. Uh, I mean, that's that. Uh, I don't know who's running it. Maybe his chief of staff, but, uh, or maybe it's the Obama's. I don't know. Or Clinton's, but, uh, but it's obvious that he's not in charge. So Tom, why are the lips so miserable? They are miserable, aren't they? Uh, you know, that, that's a problem of being a liberal. Uh, it's really easy, you know, I'm for this, I'm for this, I'm for this, I'm for this. How are you going to pay for it? You know, uh, that, 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 why are these liberals so miserable that always text, text in? If President Trump were in the House as he should be, the last thing I would be doing is text a lib show as a conservative. Miserable libs, miserable left, miserable people hit the hundred, hit the uh, I fifteen and head west. Numbskulls. That's uh, from Jen again. So thanks, Jen, for uh, tuning in. We appreciate you listening very much, and thanks for signing your text, which most people don't do. 
so which we give them the opportunity to showcase their thoughts on here and that's why we have uh, a text line so that people who for whatever reason either aren't comfortable being on the radio or uh, don't want their identity known uh, sitting in their underwear in their mom's basement and uh, texting about uh, politics so uh, I look at results. Trump gave me low gas and a strong economy. Biden gave me double-digit inflation, a hidden tax, uh, higher taxes, high gas, and higher food costs. Hard to argue with that. Uh, let's see. A person in Biden's administration, a transgender whack job. Uh, I don't remember who it is who's convicted of stealing other people's luggage at the airport. Yeah, that was our farmer. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, nuclear uh, overseer, nuclear watchdog guy. Uh, yeah. that. Uh, and, uh, of course, you're, uh, what is it, one of the, one of the military uh, women, men, guys, whatever he is, is uh, is also uh, in in that camp. <laughs> well, good news. Uh, any of you who are familiar with uh, Prager University on uh, YouTube, uh, they put out a lot of uh, 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 courses and uh, informational videos and things about uh, how life really is. And uh, a national nonprofit recently licensed to provide instructional materials to Montana public schools is sparking controversy uh, elsewhere in the country over its conservative leaning and its uh, products handling of topics such as slavery, climate change, and colonialism. According to the Office of Public Instruction, uh, State Superintendent Elsie Ar <laughs> Artisan, I always get her name wrong, Artisan, uh, signed a textbook license, licensing agreement uh, August 2nd with Prager University. They're a nonprofit ad, ad, advocacy organization founded in 2009 by conservative talk show host Dennis Prager. And on the website, PragerU, which is uh, not an accredited educational institution, says it promotes American values through the use of its videos and offers a free alternative to the dominant left-wing ideology in culture, media, and education. As of this fall, the organization also approved vendor of educational materials in Florida, Oklahoma, and Texas, all red states, of course. So there we are. So, uh, yeah, if you get over to YouTube, uh, yeah, do a search for Prager University. I think you'd be impressed with uh, the, way they, uh, the way they create their videos and uh, how they report on things like slavery and inflation and government and other other things. Uh, Nikki cut taxes, next burdensome government regulations, and made small business a state priority. At the end of Governor Haley's tenure, more South Carolinas were working than at any other time in history. That sounds a lot like Donald Trump. Nikki, wife of a veteran, uh, she never calls soldiers suckers and losers. Uh, General Kelly confirmed Trump said this. Uh, how can you support a man who does that about soldiers who died in combat? Trump had Ben Carson, one of the best doctors in the country. Biden gave us a guy with mental issues who insists he's a woman with the wrong equipment. Yeah, that's, that's how it works out. 
And of course, uh, the the president also said, I've, I'll, "I'll support or I'll appoint a woman of color to the Supreme Court. Doesn't matter if she's qualified or not. Doesn't matter uh, what men might be available, what women might be available, what Eskimos, uh, American Indians, uh, Samoans uh, are qualified. Uh, it's got to be a black woman. I'm sorry, uh, all others uh, need not apply. Uh, much like they told the Irish." Uh, at the turn of the 19th century. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rachel in West Yellowstone. Thanks, Rachel. I didn't think we. I didn't think we got to West Yellowstone. You must be listening to us online. <laughs> oh, Ben Carson is black, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he is. So. Well, in other news, uh, we've got to talk about before we uh, get out of here. Uh, we've got the TikTok ban in Montana, and a lot of people are uh, uh, on the fence on TikTok. As uh, you know, it's it's a fairly uh, free platform, uh, probably probably freer than Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and some of the others, where free speech is probably a little more. Uh, available on TikTok than other uh, media's. I don't use it myself because, well, I'm I'm intelligent. Uh, Montana's uh, legislature's contentious decision to ban social media platform TikTok in the name of protecting residents' digital privacy, now subject of a high-profile court challenge, has drawn national headlines for months and. Uh, the first of those laws, Senate Bill 351, enacts strict uh, protections for genetic data uh, collected from Montana consumers, including the results of analysis by 23andMe-style genetic testing companies uh, uh, sponsored by uh, Daniel Zolnikoff, uh, who I've interviewed a couple of times over in Billings, and it passed the legislature with bipartisan support and was signed into law uh, June 7th. Um, most of the provisions took effect uh, on October 1st. The other, Senate Bill 384, will provide Montanans with broad digital privacy protections, including specific rights to access their personal data, correct inc- uh, inaccurate information, and have data held by businesses uh, deleted upon request. Uh, it also... Um, uh, guarantees consumers the option to opt out of targeted advertising and to block companies from selling their information. So, so all of that is uh, is going on in the courts right now. So TikTok is on the in the uh, uh, crosshairs of the courts. Well, Montana released uh, the. Uh, more than uh, 207,000 property tax rebates uh, were approved during the August and September application period. Uh, Montana lawmakers approved the 675 uh, uh, million property tax rebates during the session. And uh, uh, for this year, the state received 226,711 applications during the roughly six-week period uh, where you could apply for the rebate. Uh, 207,000 were accepted and 10,000 were denied. Uh, a total of uh, 2,723 claims were deemed fraudulent by the state. So, so overall, 136 million uh, and change was paid to property owners through the rebate, and the total numbers could change 
as the state will honor mail applications postmarked uh, on the deadline date of October 2nd. And uh, you'll also be able to uh, go for this again in uh, 2024. Uh, you'll again be able to uh, claim uh, another rebate of up to $675 on uh, property taxes that you're going to incur this year. So a uh, pretty good deal there. It's always nice when the government returns money to you. <laughs> I like that point. Well, um, I don't know if uh, any of you are on nextdoor.com. Nextdoor.com is uh, is a community of uh, of folks in various neighborhoods that get together uh, online and uh, voice their opinions about various things. And one of the topics that's come up a lot is the new draft code uh, and proposed zoning map uh, for uh, Bozeman and uh, the surrounding area. And uh, the they have changed a lot of the zoning from uh, the residential 1, 2, and 3 uh, to what they call RA, which means they can put up three-story, five-story, uh, you know, complexes of all kinds. And uh, a lot of people are upset that, uh, you know, they're putting... Uh, they're putting all this uh, in uh, developers and builders and uh, the community at large uh, will be consulted on specific topics rele- uh, relevant to how different people react from the code. So uh, they're formatting an organization, the, uh, uh, the U- they call the UDC. Uh, they're changing zoning districts, uh, parking, transportation, all of those things uh, are happening and, uh, uh, the uh, winner of uh, 20, 2023 uh, public review and adoption of this and the project end date is late 23. So uh, if you're concerned about zoning in your area, if you're seeing a lot of building uh, buildings going up, uh, yeah, you I think you will uh, find that uh, this could be, uh, you know, we could be just a, a series of three and four story buildings uh, completely all over Bozeman. So, uh, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but certainly uh, it is possible that that's, that's, you know, is is extremely possible. So Uh, let's see uh, whoever believes that Trump calls soldiers suckers losers is the kind of person that spreads rumors without having a bit of evidence. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Almost no evidence of uh, anything like that happening. And uh, uh, Iran shot down a $50 million dome, and Trump really said, well, it wasn't manned. (laughs) I don't know about that. So, All right, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Thanks to Shane. Uh, He's one of a kind. He's uh, half man, half amazing, and uh, it's a pleasure to have him here with me. And it's Saturday, it's October 14th, the uh, MSU Bobcats, uh, they'll take on Cal Poly out at the stadium, 6 p.m. tonight. So uh, get that on your dial. Uh, That'll be on our sister station, 100.7 XL Country. And don't forget, Tom and Shane, BozemanMagazine.com. BozemanMagazine.com, get over there, check on Bozeman's Choice, and vote for Tom and Shane under Media and Info. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for all the texts. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys so much. I am out of here.